Hi, friends. Uh, together at Easter, it's so good to sing, to read, and to study scriptures together. We have so much to consider on Easter Sunday. I, I want to talk about the true meaning of Easter, and I, I want to talk specifically about God, the creative one. Uh, perhaps you're aware um, that we have an art installation um, last Sunday, Palm Sunday, Easter, next Sunday, here in our auditorium and uh, in our foyer. Over 20 from our community have submitted uh, poetry, paintings, and sculptors, uh, sculptings, and, and it's so good. Each one telling a story. Uh, our church is open during the week if you are interested in coming by. Uh, so much to see, so much to appreciate about our community. Let me tell you about my first art installation. I wasn't very old, and I specifically remember the day. It was a big day. Um, our teacher assigned us with the task of taking a blank piece of paper and beginning to draw on it. Wow. Um, I started with the title, My House, Me, and My Cat. As I began to draw, which I'm still not very good of, you can would never want to be my um, a partner with anything related to drawing. But um, back in the day, back then, um, I began to draw. I began to draw my house and put up some walls and I put a porch there and I put a picture of myself in there. And as recess was quickly coming, I realized how hard it was to draw a cat. I didn't know where to begin. And so I didn't. I submitted my picture just as it was to my teacher and I quickly ran at the door to recess. Well, when the art installation happened, my teacher came to me and said, Dave, your picture, I see your house and I see you. Where's your cat? To which I said, my cat's under the porch. Perhaps it's not much of my creative side, more of my cheeky side, but that was my first introduction to being creative. <laughs> When you think about creativity in the Bible, I would suspect that we first go, we would all first go to the book of Genesis, where we read in the first chapter of the book of Genesis, the story of creation. God created this, and God created this, and God created this with this culmination, Genesis 1, 26 and 27, where he made human beings. And through each uh, creative moment, God said it was so, so good. Our passage today is in the New Testament, and it as well speaks about creativity. It says this in Ephesians chapter 2, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Paul says in this short verse, Four of the most important words for us ever. Most hopeful and most important words where he says, created in Christ Jesus. What is this creating all about? This creating is all about Easter and the true meaning of Easter. God being the creative one. And oh, it is so, so good. So what do we know about the being created in Christ Jesus? What do we know? Let's, let's, let's walk through uh, together today the true meaning of Easter. Begin by saying 
It's important for us to realize the cross did not just happen to an unsuspecting Jesus. There was never one day when Jesus was walking the streets of Jerusalem um, with reflective thoughts like, oh, I, I didn't realize how low in the popularity poll I'd find myself in today. Oh, I didn't realize how upset the mob would be or the Pharisee would be. I never saw the cross coming. Jesus always saw, saw the cross coming. Revelation 13.8, he is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. There is never anything more certain in time or in eternity than what Jesus Christ did on the cross. So why do we start the conversation of the true meaning of Christmas at the cross? Well, there's two, two ideas here. The first one is duly noted that God punished his son, Jesus, for human sin. Not for Jesus' sin, but for human sin. In order that people's sin could be confessed, could be repented of, and forgiven of. So the cross reminds us that sin is real and salvation is possible. That's the beginning of how we move along with the true meaning of Easter. Sin is real and salvation is possible. And so we think about all the um, atrocities and all the concerns within our world today. Sin is real and salvation is possible. The second duly noted truth about the cross and the true meaning of Easter is that the cross is the place and time where the love of God was on full display and has now become the only gateway whereby any individual can enter into union with God. Salvation is easy to obtain because it cost God so much. It cost Jesus his very life. So when we talk about the true meaning of Easter, we have to start with the cross. Sin is real and salvation is possible. We move along in the story and consideration of the true meaning of Easter. We now move to the empty tomb. Certainly, the story of Easter includes the empty tomb. Luke 24 says, They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. This is huge. This event in the history of mankind has only ever happened to one, and it was Jesus and it solidifies the true meaning of Easter, Jesus' resurrection. Couple points of why that's important. The resurrection of Jesus confirms the truth of Scripture and makes the gospel good news. Job 19 says, For I know, I know that my Redeemer lives, and at last he will stand upon the earth. You see, the resurrection of Jesus is the glue that holds every part of the scriptures together. It's the gospel, and it holds it all together. Without it, all people, including Christians, will leave in vain and live without hope. But since Christ has risen from the dead and from the grave, we have a hope and can affirm a Christ-centered worldview to help us live responsibly on earth and that to be rewarded for all eternity. 
This is huge to understanding the true meaning of Christmas, Christ's resurrection. It confirms truth. Secondly, the resurrection of Jesus proves that Jesus is the only Son of God. No one has ever permanently risen and remained risen from the dead. There's just the one, and it's Jesus. And Easter, the true meaning of Easter, requires us to take a look at that again and again and again. See, perhaps it's much easier for us to understand or even believe in the birth of Jesus, story of a child, but he's warm to the story of a child. And perhaps it's even more possible to relate to the need for the cross. We see evidence of of humanity all around us, and it's disappointing, and and we have concerns about the... the, the, um, the things that humans do to one another and have done to one another. People can be mean and can act terribly selfish. And, and you, it's easy perhaps to see, again, the, the birth of Christ, the, the cross of Christ, um, because, yes, people are doing things that are wrong. But, friends, we need to know and realize that merely recognizing that Jesus died for our sins is not enough. We must accept his resurrection to receive salvation and eternal life, which is the true meaning of Easter. Secondly, we will have no conviction or a Christian worldview that's current if we don't believe that Christ rose from the dead and is active in the world right now. Our idea, if we don't believe and get the resurrection right, our idea of Jesus will be outdated. It would be irrelevant and it'll be very, very discouraging. But if Jesus is alive, it changes everything. And certainly the story of Jesus at Easter was meant to change everything, including you and including me. In what ways? Let me suggest three. Friendship with God, fullness from God, and finally a future because of God. Let's look at these three things. The true meaning of Easter as seen with friendship with God. Isaiah 59. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Ephesians 2. All of us have lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. We often associate a relationship with God through our failures, through our shortcomings, through our shame, and through our despair, and really not having a real sense of how do we ever get close to this holy God. God invites us through the true meaning of Easter into a friendship, not into a falling away. Romans 4 says, he was, he was, not us, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Some of us need to hear that today. Justification means what? It means to be put right with another. So, when it comes to the true meaning of Easter, without someone stepping in to correct this situation of separation, 
We cannot have a relationship with God that God intended. Through the death of Jesus on the cross, God put our punishment on Christ so that we could be justified before God, so that the resurrection then of Jesus confirms that God accepted Christ's sacrifice for our human sin on the cross, and now because of that gives us access to a right and righteous and intimate relationship with God or friendship with him. That's good news. That's the gospel. That's the true meaning of Easter. Therefore, when we believe in Christ and his death and his resurrection, as 2 Corinthians 4 says, we are united to him in faith. Not our good works, our good decision to be united with Christ by faith. This union, this relationship with Christ means that when God looks at us, he does not see our unrighteousness, but rather he sees the righteousness of Christ. And that's good news. This union is possible because of the resurrection of Jesus. And that is the true meaning of Easter. Friendship with God. Secondly, true meaning of Easter is the fullness from God. The fullness from God. See, the cross is the gateway into this new life, into this new creation. And his resurrection means that Jesus has power now to convey his life to us. So when someone becomes a Christian, they receive from the risen Lord his very life. Not a repurposed Dave, but uh, we actually receive the, the risen Lord's life. Philippians says it this way in chapter 3. Paul, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection. A Christian has resurrection life within them. Romans 6 says, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, so shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Of his resurrection. Friends, if you're a Christian, that's you. United in his resurrection. Such good news. And so the proof that we've been through crucifixion with Christ is that now we have a decided likeness to him. This resurrection of Jesus has given Jesus, given Jesus authority to impart the life of God to us because he's alive and moving by his spirit. What we know is that Christ, when he comes within and works within. He, he, de- he makes us all together a different kind of person. He makes us for the better for ourselves and better for others. And we must believe that old things have passed away and all things become new. That's the work of the grace of this whole story. It's the true meaning of Easter. To be created in Christ Jesus is to be a new creation. Is to be born of the Spirit of God. To become a new person. This is not Christ taking me over or Christ living through us apart from me. Neither is it me trying to live like Christ or me trying to be more religious. Rather, it's Christ living in us and because of this through us. So for a Christian who has the resurrection life of Jesus now, 
it will show itself in many fruitful ways. For he invades everything, every bit of our human nature. He takes charge of everything. Our part is simply to walk in the light of that and to obey all that he reveals. Surrender, surrender, surrender is the true meaning of Easter. And as we do that, the Spirit strengthens us, convicts us, changes us, and guides us into a life that God desires for us. That's the true meaning of Easter. If you're finding it difficult to get to God or difficult to um, get right with God, if people have that struggle, perhaps it's because you have not decided definitely once and for all about sin and once and for all about grace. When we decide about sin and about grace offered through the cross and his resurrection, immediately we will begin to benefit from this life that God has for us. He comes in, he takes charge, and he supplies us with life, his own life, the fullness of God. Any double-mindedness is not helpful in our relationship with Jesus. So finally, the true meaning of Christmas, a future, the true meaning of Christmas, exactly, the true meaning of Easter as well, is a future because of God, a future because of God. Two, two more thoughts. A future because of God means what? It means that for a Christian, there will be a future resurrection. Now, now follow and listen, listen closely. We don't talk much about this, but the Bible says this is true, and this is a true meaning of Easter. For a Christian, there will come a day when you will be physically resurrected. See, the mortality rate for any person that's ever lived and will live is always 100%. No amount of effort, medical technology, power, or riches can escape the clutches of human death. But the true meaning of Easter tells us that death is not the end of this road or the end of the story for anyone. Easter sheds light on that. 1 Corinthians 15. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. What does that mean? The word first fruit speaks of a sampling, a foretaste, a glimpse of things to come. And so Jesus is described as a first fruits of the resurrection from the dead, meaning that his resurrection is a precursor to the resurrection that all believers will experience someday. 1 Corinthians 15, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. This is good news. I am 55 years old. And there's three parts to my life as I understand in scripture. The Bible says before I was born, before I lived on earth, the Bible says I have a past. That God had his eyes, God ordained my steps, God was with me. Uh, my life is God's idea. I have, I have a, a part of my story that includes life on earth. And perhaps at the age of 55, statistics would say that I've, I've been here longer than I will be in the future. But the third part of my story that is that while my days on earth are numbered, 
my days in eternity are unnumbered because it's about eternity. And that's good news. That's good news. Life on earth means I'm just passing through. And it's the same for a Christian because there will come a day when we'll be resurrected into all eternity. And what a glorious day that will be. I get to see my mom and dad again who, who, who uh, passed from this earth, Regendoris home, as they passed on earth as Christians, uh, the resurrection, the true meaning of Easter says, I'll see them again. I can't wait. See, the resurrection of Jesus is proof of his strength and his power, and secondly, is proof and evidence that there will come a day where there will be personal judgment for us, each one, in the future. See, the resurrection of Jesus is proof of a future judgment. It's something that we need to know. Just as our resurrection is something that we need to consider, so also the true meaning of Easter says there will come a day when we will all stand be, and, and be judged. We all need to be aware of that and mindful of that. Friends, we live in a society, in a world that where, where justice is, is, is often perverted and neglected. We look at things that are ha happening in the world and say, how can this be? It seems dark and dreary and difficult. And we go, how could this happen? Be rest assured, friends, that things are not out of God's sovereign control and there is coming a day when God, the true meaning of Easter says, there is coming a day when God will judge all things and all people. The resurrection means, among other things, that God's justice will ultimately prevail. The resurrection of Jesus Christ means that Christ will judge the world, not according to our own righteousness, but according to his righteousness. Acts 17, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he's appointed. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. That's Jesus, the judge, the one who brings resurrection and the one that will bring judgment. So today, friends, I, I've done my best to tell you the greatest story ever, the story of Easter, the true meaning of Easter. Easter points to the empty cross and the empty grave. These are two permanent signs of God's love for all mankind. And this empty cross and this empty tomb tells us what God thinks about us. We need to decide what we think about those two things and what we think about God. Easter tells us so much about what God uh, thinks about us, about how much God loves us, and he invites us into his narrative. Not to run away on our own narrative, but he invites us into his narrative. In closing, C.S. Lewis says, once people start believing in God, the problem is not that they will believe in nothing. Rather, the problem is that they will believe anything. And he goes on to say, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything. See, God is a creative, and his creative work is so good. It was in Genesis, and it is in the New Testament, 
and it is this very day, the creative work of a loving Jesus. May I encourage you to let him come into your heart, come into your life, come into your mind, come into your world, and allow him to be Lord and Savior. I'm not sure what would stop you. I encourage you today to make him Lord and Savior. And as we sing uh, this song, Glorious Day, may this be your glorious day as you say yes to Jesus, because I know that Jesus has said yes to you. There's good days ahead.